computer. Hi, everybody! Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium here with Erica! Erica Lane. <sighs> Sorry for our absence last week. I was in Vegas and I just took it completely off. I apologize, but here we are. And what is going on? Yeah, well, since we did take off last week, let's just kind of quickly touch on the fact that we had a full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio last Friday, which was the main, that was the main event for last week anyway. And I think that it's good that we we took that time off. I think everybody was just kind of um, experiencing the energies, right? And going through their own thing and processing stuff and whatever. So now on the other side of it, um. I think, I feel that we have all definitely had a Phoenix moment, right? Like over, over oh. the weekend. And I feel so much better about this week ahead and so much better even about today, right? Like I think today is kind of that, that transit, that mm -hmm. trans, yep, that transition of just kind of like, okay, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and just like a load taken off from all the purging, you know, that's been going Ooh. on. Yeah. So, um, oh, and then also too, um, that was the last eclipse in this Taurus Scorpio axis. So the next eclipse we have is going to be Aries Libra, right? So we are done. We are officially wow. done with that, which started clear back, uh, you know, like a year and a half ago is how long the nodes stay where they're at. So we've been dealing with this Taurus Scorpio shit for a while. And um, it hasn't it's been, been amazing. Yes, it's been it's been amazing. Um, you know, and also like it always depends on where this stuff falls in your house. By the way, yeah. when we're talking about all this astrology stuff, so if you want to know more about how it affects you personally, then um, book a session for sure. But also, <laughs> um, you know, just in depending on where it is is in your chart, um, it it can be more positive or more negative or whatever. But for like, for like, for, so for instance, for like Claire, this has been a lot of like your, your house, right? Like you versus relationship. That's been the whole axis for you. You know, for me, yeah. it's been flip-flopped. It's been the actual energy of like second house, eighth house, like how, how I earn my own money versus like how I depend on others, um, how I manifest versus like how I do my shadow work, like that kind of shit. So, and I definitely, feel that yeah wow but the taurus like the nodes for me it's it's these are my nodes like this is how when i was born so it's my nodal return <laughs> and um i did buy a book about nodes one time and i was planning on reading it i want to <clears throat> because i really think that that has a lot to do with stuff but Anyways, um, and because Cho and I both are Taurus Risings, Taurus North Node, all of this has been about building and for our future, like everything. I just saw like the Sims. I, I didn't play Sims that much, but it was just like in my head of, we set up our whole world in this whole time. <laughs> like, whoop, here's my house. Here's where I work. Who cares? Like, whatever, you know. 
So, okay, I'm done. Do you, think it's been, do you think it's been like a lot of time of just like working, working on yourselves, right? And then kind of like with South Node being in the relationship house, it's like working on yourselves. But then since you're both Taurus risings, also kind of like purging, oh, yeah. I guess, any, yeah, yeah, purging anything in the relationship house that kind of, which is interesting in a relationship, right? Because that is like super important and healthy that you both have your own things. And I think that that's kind of how I see it is like you both have your own things and you're kind of sorting through whatever gets in the way of you both having your own things while also being in a relationship with each other. What do you mean we have our own things? Like he's like videos and I'm like spiritual or whatever. Okay. Yeah, just like okay. working on yourselves, you know, first oh, working on ourselves. Okay. Got it. Yep. Got it. Yep. <laughs> okay. So Let's yeah. Get into the astrology. We are very talkative today. So apologize in advance. Okay. <laughs> So yes, today, Monday, May 8th, um, the moon is currently in Sagittarius. We are now in the releasing phase, right? So we're, we are still releasing and purging shit up until we get to the full moon point. So while we're releasing shit in the moon in Sagittarius, um, there's also going to be a square to Neptune. And so I think that this is kind of like, applying figuring out like it kind of taking like a inventory of all of the shit that you've learned and then discarding whatever is like not fitting or whatever is kind of delusional maybe um mm. and then also it's going to make a trine to jupiter though so when i see that it's kind of like emotionally you can attach to the things that you know about yourself you can attach to the things that you're passionate about, that you care about, that you feel is worth fighting for in your life. And then detach from anything that doesn't vibe well with that. So I kind of think of it as like, you know, when I say like, oh, here's the spiritual message for today. Take what resonates, right? Like that could be the word for today. Take what resonates for you. Um, not everything is going to be applied to your life. And then we also want to keep in mind that Jupiter is going to be at its last and final degrees of Aries throughout the week. And then it will move into Taurus next Tuesday. So like, oh my God, so we're in toothpaste time for this right now. Yes. And when we say toothpaste time, it's like that. It's like that expansion. So it, and that goes well with this Sagittarius moon, right? Sagittarius loves Jupiter. They're, they're best friends. So it's yeah. like, this, it's like this. That's its planet. Upon. Yeah. So it's like this expand upon and learn um, the last the last bit of shit that you can about yourself, about your identity. Cool, cool. So if you are learning about yourself and um, especially your emotions, all of this is going to pan out to be good luck in this time right now. Correct. And it's going to pan out to be good luck. Like as when Jupiter passes into Taurus, then it's going to be a value game, right? It's going to be like, so right now it's like, like I kept saying fortune favors the bold. It's like you taking bold action on the things yeah. that are in alignment with you. And then when it gets into Taurus, it's like, how is that? How are you reaping the rewards from that? How are you um, valuing the things around you that, that, because you, if you are, if you take this time and you already know who you are, and you already know what you find valuable, or you know what I mean? Well, you already know what you are passionate about 
then you can start to apply that to also aligning the things around you because they're going to be of more value to you if you know who you can are. I, can I change the word value for you into comfort? So I love that you say that because I've been having this conversation over and over again with tourist placement people. Um, same thing with my boyfriend, right? It's like, it's like, well, what is, cause if you have tourist placements, it's almost like whatever you deem to be of value to you uh, also has this whole thing of like, yeah, it's valuable to me because it makes me comfortable. Okay. But I just want to, I keep kind of challenging that only because you're honest is in tourists. So it's ah, like, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, but short-term comfort or long-term comfort. That's kind of where I go back. Okay. 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 Whoa. Fun. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. And then another big deal about today is that, and this is the one that I, that I wrote a really long post about because I think that it's a big deal. So the sun is going to be um, beginning its conjunction to Uranus in Taurus at the 18th degree. And why this is a big deal is because back on August 1st, this is why I asked everybody what was going on in their life around that time, because Back on August 1st, um, at that of same last degree. year? Yes. Oh, that's when I moved here. See, every time, when I asked everybody that, it was big deal shit for like yeah. 95% of everybody was like, wow, that was a big time in my life. Um, and so the reason why I asked that is because back then we had, um, we had Uranus and Taurus and Mars and the North Node all conjunct at that same 18 degrees in Taurus, right? And then everything kind of moves along. And now we're coming back to this point where the sun is shining its light on that same degree with that same Uranus and Taurus. So I, I feel that first of all, this is an important moment for the whole Uranus and Taurus transit, which is like 2018 to 2026, right? So we're like, we're in the middle of that, but this is kind of like a highlight point of what that whole transit is about. And what it all of this is meaning, especially because of those eclipses we've been having for the yeah. last year and a half, too, around this time. So the one thing that I really noticed that a lot of people said was, like, first of all, I think that there is, um, like, collective, like, physical mutation almost. Like, it's interesting, right? We had, we had COVID, and a lot oh. of people said around that time that they got COVID like even Biden got COVID at that time like I don't know just saying that like sometimes and I'm not saying this is the case all the time sometimes you're sick because you're sick but also sometimes you're sick because your body is reorganizing itself yeah. to to adapt basically <clears throat> adapt to a new environment um and then also another it was just like big shit happening that still doesn't have a conclusion either so I am wondering if like now what we are kind of we're we're coming towards this conclusion. Hmm. So, um, let me try to think about that for a second. So like, okay, for instance, for me, and I wonder what you think about this too. Like, for instance, for me, I look back on my memories for that day. And, um, that was the day when I was doing social work and, um, the lady that I was supervising her visits with, she was like verbally and emotionally abusing her kids like right in front of my face. And I had to face, I have this very deep fear of being assertive of, um, yeah, I guess 
much as being assertive, right? Like of telling someone what I think and then who knows what the hell's going to happen after that. But I had to face that fear to to um, like the the feeling of wanting to protect those children outweighed the uncomfortable fear I had of being assertive with this woman. So I faced that fear. Things happen. Everything popped off and led to me not having that job anymore. You know, so it's but then it's like, what is the conclusion of that? Like, did I did I um did I heal that wound of being assertive? Have I been able to grow into being more assertive throughout this time? Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. And I think you have, I think that now you're not as scared for that. So yeah, I, I don't know why, but for me, I can see it for like the, so the day that we moved here, my nephew also got in like a really crazy accident. So that conclusion, he's graduating, it's a whole thing. I can see that conclusion for him, you know. For me, oh, it is the comfort thing. Okay, so it's me ripping out all the carpets. I've been wanting to do that since I've gotten a fucking moved in. Like, I hate carpets so much. I don't know why. I always just feel dirty. Like, it, it's a thing. So now that I can, like, mop and sweep, I can see the dirt. I can clean it up. Oh, I love it so much. That makes a lot of a lot of sense though if you if you moved into your house at that time then it's been kind of like this progression of like you working on your house you making yeah. it feel like home right yeah yep but i guess i just i just say that in the sense that you know take take inventory take account on yeah. your life over the last you know year shit yeah. and um even a specific uh time something big did happen to you and I mean because even for me whether it's not even just being assertive it's the fact that 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 moment literally is what led up to me getting out of the workplace and yeah. starting my own business you know and like do I feel like I've reached some conclusion there and I don't think that it necessarily does feel that way for everyone but I think that that's kind of why this is like we we go into this eclipse and we go back down to like face these uncomfortable things that we're feeling like you know maybe it's like for me it would be like fear of material security like fear of money or whatever but okay. then now that we've spent all weekend purging this shit out and not trying to fight it you know not trying to fight it or struggle against it but just allowing yourself to release it now we get to monday tuesday we can kind of just hold this shit up to the sun god right that's like combining with uranus and just be like here you go like and that will it'll figure itself out for you like okay and I think too that once we also like in in the middle of summer when the nodes do shift i think that we're gonna get even more clarity around that time but that's just basically the gist. I feel like there's not a lot of clarity yet on all these things that have happened. And we're kind of re we're getting towards oh. that. Yeah. Remember me talking about the pick your battles thing. That's kind of like everything that you were when you were just talking, that was what was popping up into my head. Like, it's not time to to we got to wait till we get clarity. OK, so I hope that that resonates with a lot of people, too, because hold on, to, hold on, wait for some clarity before you pop off. <laughs> yeah for sure. for sure 
and also just to in in um traditional astrology to realize that uranus is the planet of the wild card it yeah. is the planet of like anything can happen it's unpredictable yep. it's not something that you can tame or control and that's why it's and it's fallen Taurus because Taurus wants that comfort it wants control it wants the plans like it wants the it wants to be grounded um and Uranus is kind of like the tornado on the ground just like you know like no we're not being grounded we're figuring this out but it it's ultimately to have that long-term material yes. comfort right so like yep. even though none of it's kind of figured out yet and unpredictable shit is probably still happening and you still don't feel like you have this sense of control, like, it's okay. Like, we're getting yeah. there. That's, Look at how far we have came. Look at what has happened. Look at that versus, like, oh, my God, everything's crazy. Cause and everything you've learned about yourself, right? Yeah. Back to that, yeah, back to that Sagittarius moon um, with Jupiter. Like, everything that you've learned about yourself that that's what you can feel assured of right now in this time of uncertainty mm. yeah yay um, monday and too if you if you want more if you want more detail on that particular thing happening um i i wrote a long ass post about it where i even compared stuff that happened clear back in 1939 when we had a similar conjunction um in uranus and taurus and that was the same year that World War II happened and the nuclear bomb was invented. And I think that that's also interesting because right now we're on the brink of World War III and we're in that same kind of race to, to who's going to be the first person that develops super intelligence and they'll have the most power and control in the world. But that's what I really wanted to touch on with um, this axis is that it all, all of that bad shit comes out of lack mindset it comes out of scarcity mindset like we're gonna start wars and we're gonna be on this race because we feel like if we don't we're not gonna have as much power we're not gonna have as much control there's not enough money to go around like that kind of stuff is what we are needing to fully purge and get rid of to realize that no we're we're entering a time of more feminine energy right like Taurus rules venus also interesting, Venus was in Cancer when this last conjunction happened in August, and now Venus is in Cancer again. Like, women, right? It's that nurturing, there is always enough, There's you will always be held, you will always be taken care of, there is enough in this world to go around. You don't need to have this whack mindset. That's how you, that's how you overcome. When this did Venus move into Cancer? So that was something I wrote down for today, too. Like, she is at, I think, one degree right now. Yeah, so didn't it just happen, like, yesterday or something? Uh, go away. Uh, uh, yes. Yesterday? Technically, exactly. Yeah. Yep, yesterday at noon. Oh, right. Okay. So we're going to be all faced now with this. This now we are slowing down. Oh, because it was in Taurus before. What was it in before? It was in Gemini. So, you, oh, yeah. Fuck. This is finally out of Gemini right now? That's finally. Which is cool because remember before Venus was in Gemini was the whole fucking Mars through Gemini. Yeah. So like, yes, we've been dealing with that um, like scatterbrain. Restlessness. Scatterbrain. Yes. yes. What? 
the restlessness. Yes, that too. Right. Huh. Okay, now we get to slow down, comfort ourselves, take care of ourselves, take care of others, take care of our money, take care of our relationships. Okay. And Taurus time. Okay, this feels much better. Let's get the fuck out of Mercury retrograde, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, while Mercury is still in retrograde over this week, it is that kind of inward reflection of value. And what is worth nurturing, you know? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that was the next thing I wrote down is that Venus is now in Cancer. Um, another thing about that, too, is that self-care right? Like that's of utmost importance because if you value yourself and you, and that's really what this goes down to is this, it's this, um, you can get super stuck and uncomfortable in this feeling of lack of not having enough of that kind of stuff, looking at all yeah. the things you have, or you can kind of come over here and hold yourself through that. Like, yes, it feels gross right now, but I am worthy of love. I'm worthy of abundance. I'm worthy of self-care, like that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think that's all I want to say about that. So then later on tonight, the moon is going to go into Capricorn and then it's going to oppose Venus, right? Because at that early degrees, um, and it's also going to make a trine and sextile to the nodes. So, and of course you're going to be sleeping through most of the feels of that if you live where we live. But um, just to kind of point out, when the moon gets into Capricorn, we kind of have a chance to disconnect from, we have a chance to disconnect from our emotions and think more practically about things. And so while that's going on, we can maybe get a little bit more, um, when I say like that nurturing yourself and that nurturing the things that you value, you can kind of get a better you can get a more practical perspective of what that looks like rather than just like, you know, oh, I just feel Beyond like not. like I just <laughs> feel like I want to just lay on the couch right now as to where you'll yeah. be like, I feel that way, but probably I should go take a shower or probably I should go to the gym or whatever that is for you. You know, it's going to be more practical. And it's also going to be having you thinking once again about where you're going and where you've been. Um, so as to where like today we're going to be taking account of what we've learned Tomorrow, we might be taking account of like what we've done, what we've done to get us to where we're where we're wanting to go and taking a more practical look at that. Sorry, my husband has to come kiss me goodbye. One second. That's OK. Come in. Everyone, this is Cho. You're on the podcast. Just give me a kiss real quick, please. So we can keep going. I love you. Have a good day. Um, there is something that I wanted to talk about with the Capricorn moon. Uh, I was watching this. Oh, God, let me see here. How am I going to figure this out? Um, I was watching this. Let's see. Hang on, hang on. I watch so many random things. Oh, fart. It's not going to be in that one. Maybe in this one. Mm -mm. Okay, here, I found it. Thank God. Alyssa Limperis. Limperis. 
Um, she had on, okay. So I'm on this kick of watching stand-up comedy. Sometimes I do that just so I can like put something on and not have to really like pay attention, you know? And I, I, oh, this is fun to talk about. Cause I just recently realized this and I don't know if I said anything out loud to you. Um, I can't watch, especially stand-up comedy. If it was before the pandemic, did I talk about this before? No, that's interesting. I, I can't because they can't, I can't like it. I can't even laugh. It's not funny anymore. Like it's old and it's weird and it's not like, it's not relatable. So now I've ran out of everything to watch. So whenever there's a new stand up comedy that comes on, I'm like, ah, you know, so I've been checking out different platforms because Netflix is the best, I feel, when it comes to stand-up comedy. But anyways, Peacock, this girl, Alyssa Limparis, the the like thing said, this is her stand-up comedy debut, blah, 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 lots of jokes and something about her dad died. Like, it was just that. Like, I, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be good, you know? And Cho even at one point came in, because I'm in little Claire's room and I'm watching this. Cho came in and he was like, what the are you watching i was like i don't know i was supposed to, i thought this was stand-up comedy and like was um, it not I, funny or something no it was very depressing and very like so factual but even she like even did these little like movements of like i don't even know you know what a like interpretive dance kind of feel but like weird whatever so i literally thought i was going to be watching a stand-up comedy i ended up like okay what the fuck is this birth chart of this girl because i gotta fucking know she has a capricorn moon i was like oh she's a gemini so she knows how to talk but that is why this was the weirdest fucking stand-up comedy i have ever seen in my life she told so it was probably story. funny to her it was probably funny yeah. to her but just like but it's it, like that dry that dry sarcastic yes kind of, yeah all about her dad dying so the whole thing is just like is this how it, am i supposed to laugh at this? like <laughs> but it's amazing because at the end of it she was talking about how she's like yes i went on tour with this and i went to start right after my dad died and i did this so Capricorn moon of her. I did this to work through my grief forcefully. And I was like, mm. so it was the last show and she did it as the thing on Peacock or whatever. Um, and she was like, I'm done now. And I don't have to have this a part of me anymore. Like it was fucking beautiful. It was amazing. You saw the mountain goat climbing thing, you know? Uh, anyway, so that was my relation to, yes, now we get a real chance having this Capricorn moon coming in to see, to really see, like, look at how far we fucking have come. There's a lot of that right now. And like but, I said, too, it's like in like like how you you pointed out with her, it's like in a we're looking at it in a in a more practical lens in a way yeah. that we're not so we're not so connected to the pain to of the it. emotions yeah which is when you can like and i think that's funny because i've been talking about that a lot with people in my life lately too of like i make humor uh, like that's kind of the way that i process too or i make things that have like horrible things that have happened to me in my life yeah. and i spin it into this funny thing which yeah. 
ironic, right? Because it always makes the people around you feel uncomfortable. So but uncomfortable. it feels so comfortable. You yeah. Know? Like, so, so it's it's interesting. But, but I think that you find your people when you notice when people like laugh at something like that, you know? For sure. Oh, I love that. I totally noticed yeah. that when I was in Vegas. Like there were so the amount of people that I came in contact with, <laughs> but like the random little jabs that people would say, I would be like, oh, I love that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, that's, that's a cool way of looking at it. I think the only thing too is that like, um, like, you know, are you making humor of it because you're over it? Or are you making humor of it because, uh, yeah, or because you're trying to kind of bypass it, you know, or, or suppress yeah, numb it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one so thing. I humor guess. is a deflect. Wait, what is that word? Defense. Hmm. Fuck. Deflections, like a deflection. deflection. Yep. There in when I was in when I was teaching in the rehab, there was like things that. Oh God, hang on. Let's see. Is it five things of deflection or five? fuck i can't think of what it was but one of them was humor one of them is um oh my god okay keep going i'm gonna just try to remember I think projection is a is maybe fitting in there like when you take something that's happening yeah. you make it someone else's lame lame humor What is the word? This is why I hate Mercury retrograde. Cause like normally these things would just come to my head. Nope. nope I feel it. Defenses. Oh yeah. Defense mechanisms. Is that the right word? Do something to We had this like poster hanging up and I, yes, it is. It's five. Oh no, that's not it. Nope. Hang Repression, on. regression, projection, reaction, formation, and sublimation. Those are not the words. They were not that hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, let's just keep going. I will, if I find it, then we will do something about it. I guess we will clap. You actually just pointed out a really, a big part of this though, right? Because like if okay. we have, we have Mars and Venus in Cancer, and then we have the moon coming into Capricorn to oppose all of that, right? So it's like, you could, so like everything you just said, it's like, are you going to take, because this is emotional world, right? The moon is your emotional world. It's like, yeah. are you going to, um to bypass these emotions or are you going to take the the cancerian route here that's trying to give you and nurture yourself through them you know so like that that could be like a good point like are like are you going to make humor out of something that you're feeling or are you going to be like you know i feel that way and i don't need to make humor out of this because it fucking sucks and instead i need to talk about it or i need to write it down or i need to you know, cry or whatever. Talk to somebody or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So then going into tomorrow, Tuesday, April 9th, the moon in Capricorn.
Capricorn then will make a trine to Mercury retrograde. So these these practical emotions, and then you are also using that energy to also inwardly reflect too on um, all this Taurus shit, right? Like the. <laughs> I want to say it's almost like if you it's like if you look around you at your house at everything you have everything that you have in 3D form in your life. Okay. Reflect reflect on that. Like what does that mean to you? Is that I don't know how to explain it. Like this table is this table a good fucking table for me? Okay. So like are you talking about like you could be physically purging because that's what i'm doing yeah actually that does that does make sense you could be phys yes 100 that could be like you saying like you know oh i need to get rid of these clothes i don't wear anymore yeah. or i need to finally fix that squeaky door mm -hmm. or like that kind of shit because you're realizing like maybe these things are fucking slowing you down okay Cool. Then also to to get to get even more into this practical point of view, um, Mercury also begins to sextile Saturn in Pisces, right? So Capricorn Moon rule is already amplifying Saturn in Pisces, and then um, we're getting this sextile aspect between Mercury and Saturn. So, and I want to say too that it's not so much like Mercury right now isn't so much about outward communication. So it's not so much about you speaking or communicating with other people. This is more about your thinking. This is more about your thought patterns, about how healthy your your mind is, you know? And so when we're when we're also pulling on this Saturn Saturn energy, um keep in mind that Saturn is now in Pisces, right? It's not in Aquarius and Capricorn like it has been for the last several years. So now even though we still have this practical inner authority maybe kind of vibe going on it's in the sense of like the highest good the highest potential not so much about like you and your life and your legacy and your career and like all that shit it's more of like what is like spiritually aligned right like let's say that I, and I kind of keep thinking about this a lot for myself even like Let's say that you have this, this calling to do something meaningful with your life. Is it meaningful in the sense that like one day you're going to be rich and famous and powerful? Or is it meaningful and like by the time that you're laying on your deathbed someday, you're going to be like, wow, I did a lot of good in the world. I helped a lot of people. I made a difference. You know, that kind. So that's, that's where we're going with with Saturn and Pisces. And it doesn't, it's not like a, when you were talking about that, my brain wanted to say like, if you have a call or a pull or something, it's that weird little like, Hey, I was, I, I feel like I need to be a fisherman in Alaska. Like if that's your fucking call, like now is the time to figure out how to fucking get to do that. Like if you have had this pull because that's what Saturn and Pisces is going to bring out of everyone. I am not happy in this life. How do I make myself? Not so much make myself happy. I think it's fulfillment. 
it's fulfillment and the and only because when I say like let's say that you're let's say that you you do feel that pull to be a fisherman like maybe you're like oh that's just a purely selfish desire or whatever um but like in this moment where we we are getting so much spiritual support right now it's like you don't know how you don't know how that desire will actually impact or affect everyone else maybe by you becoming a fisherman you actually save a lot of ecosystem in the ocean or something because the way that you fish is is better for the environment or something like you don't fucking know but the thing is is that this higher power is the one that does know you know so it's like it's like we follow these things with like this feeling of being held and if if it is spiritually in alignment that's kind of the key here if you're only chasing things for clout or whatever then like you're gonna you're you're not gonna be fulfilled really that's kind of the point it's like real it's like fulfillment with a capital f it's real fulfillment yeah so that's what me saying like oh i'm not happy in this life like i imagining in in my head what i'm saying is like oh, I've been working this fucking call center job for 17 years. I'm doing the same thing, but I've always wanted to be this ice fisherman in Alaska and like, whatever, do that. Like that's it. You're going to have a really hard time during the Saturn and Pisces to keep doing that nine to five job that isn't capital F fulfilling you anymore. And I really love that you just said that because remember again, with all this tourist shit going on, it has to do with that material shit. And that's what's holding a lot of people back from that. So it's like, you really have to have faith. That's the whole key with it. Like, you know, you really have to have faith. And then while this Mercury and retrograde thing is going on with that, with that sextile to Saturn, it's like, you can really take account of like, you know what, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not where I want to be because I keep telling myself, You know, I keep thinking in my head that this isn't responsible. I keep thinking in my head that what will other people think of me? Or I keep thinking, you know, it's these limiting beliefs in your head, these limiting thought patterns that are going on instead of you just saying like, fuck all that. I have faith. I I have faith because I know that what I'm doing is the right fucking thing to do. And so no matter what happens, at least I can say that I did the right fucking thing for myself, for the world. Let go. Okay, also tomorrow that Sun Uranus conjunction is going to be intensified. It's going to be more exact. It's going to be potent. So um, we already talked a lot about what that means and everything, but just take account of that. Like you're going to feel it today, but it's going to be at its most potent point tomorrow. We are only on tomorrow. Oh, my God. No, okay. So <laughs> it's a bit it's so funny because this is a big leak, but it's like yeah. good it's good shit rather yeah. than like what we've been through. So um overnight that night, the moon is gonna make squares to Chiron and it's gonna try Uranus, which I just think is cool because of the conjunction that happens there. Um then we're like after that is at its peak point, then like while we're sleeping overnight, the the moon is also gonna make a cool trine over to there. And when I say like that square to Chiron, again, it's going to be like the only thing that could get in your way is these identity wounds of people telling you who you are, who you should be or that kind of shit. So like any and that's kind of how I feel about all week whenever there's a difficult um, whenever there's like a difficult uh, aspect that happens, it's with the moon. So it's like these quick little things that you just kind of have to be like. 
I feel this right now. I'll probably only feel this for a couple hours and then it will alleviate. So don't fuck your shit up over that little feeling that comes in, right? Don't cry over the spilled milk. Yes. Why do things like that just shit out of my mouth? <laughs> well, see, it's good, though. I love when yeah. you do that because it adds like this visualization yes. that's so needed. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay, the pick your battles thing again, too. Yeah. Like, look at it as a, as a wave. Like, it's going to take you out for a second, and then it's going to be back. If you need to go to the bathroom and collect yourself, go to the fucking bathroom. You're a human. Like, get your shit together. Let's keep going. All right. What's the next thing? All this cancerian stuff, self-care. Like, literally, you can, you can yes. lean upon that. If you're feeling some type of way, ask yourself, what do I fucking need right now? You need to take a day off? Take a fucking day off. Yep, for sure. Um, okay, so Wednesday. Now, Venus is going to start trying sextiling the nodes. Um, so it's going to try the south node and sextile the north node. Um, I feel like this is just basically another little touch of good energy that we're going to get this week of, like, of nurturing back to that looking at where we've been and where we're going and then also back to um evaluating the relationships in our life that are in alignment with that maybe you take some time to grieve the relationships you've lost along the way over the last year and a half maybe you take some time to nurture the relationships that you've acquired that you know are in alignment with you maybe you uh do something of value to yourself you know that kind of stuff and the moon is still going to be in Capricorn, and then it's going to be moving, you know, into those later degrees. So then it will start opposing Mars and Cancer. Um, and Mars doesn't like being in Cancer. So this is like that, that angry feeling, I guess, that anger and frustration can kind of be like subsided at this point of like, I really, I just really do feel like it just goes back to self-care. So what I just saw was with this energy, with the Cap the Capricorn, the conjunction at the end with the Mars and Cancer, is steam. Like we're going to need to let off steam in some in some way. So if that is you taking a bath, or if that is however you do self care, but that with the moon it's our emotions are not going to be able to be ignored so don't take it out on other people and fog up or fuck up their day you figure out how to clean your steam <laughs> no that actually makes a lot of sense oh thank god and, and it's different for everyone right like maybe maybe you're good and you feel like you're the person that can be holding and nurturing yeah people in your life or maybe you're the one that needs the mothering and the nurturing in your yeah. life around you is good that you can that you can rely on um because this is like this is that mothering energy kind of in, in like com combating that fatherly energy that fatherly energy is that pressure of just like you know what you're supposed to do who you're supposed to be what are your responsibilities are you on time like pressure 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 and then the mom kind of comes in and goes you can't make it to school today, honey. That's okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's nurturing. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, then also the moon is going to make a sextile to Neptune and square Jupiter. So uh, now, after we have hopefully been evaluating the things that were delusional um, today, then we can, then by Wednesday, we are going to be like, uh, that would be the day where like, you know, I think of like spiritual, like synchronicities or dreams or seeing repeating numbers or seeing an animal totem or some shit like that is kind of helping you realize your own inner intuition and your spiritual connection and like feeling that feeling that spiritual connection and then not getting hung up on like being able to know everything again like that having everything figured out or having all the plans laid out in front of you that clarity that we don't have we got to wait for the clarity okay and then at night, the moon is going to move into Aquarius. And when it does that, it will immediately conjunct Pluto. That's right there at that zero degree, which also Pluto's now retrograde. I don't think that we've talked about that yet. Um, so um, with that, it's like there's that outward, um, the outward transformation. It's very revolutionary, right? But now we're kind of bringing that back into an inward space again. Um the inward rebellious transformative kind of energy. And uh, I think kind of, and also, you know, like overnight it's going to square the nodes as well. So Thursday morning when you wake up, you might be kind of like charged up from that. You know, like maybe you're just kind of like, I need to do things differently. I need to end this and start that. I need to tell someone to fuck off. I need like, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. And I think that if you are going through that on Thursday morning to just be assessing yourself of like, like that pick your battles thing again, yeah. of just like, is, is this, um, maybe it's something that's like, if you felt it for a long time, that's a good sign. You know, if this yeah. is something that just randomly pops up, it's probably just a fucking emotion. But if it's something that you felt for a long time and now your emotions are supercharging that feeling, you know, act on it. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say like, okay, yes, act on it. However, like journal, whatever, make sure you're not uh, exploding on someone. Remember Mercury is in retrograde. You can really communicate fuck shit up. So, um, if you're needing to actually like cut ties with someone or whatever, like, yeah, you can do it the messy way. It'll get done. That's fine. You can totally do that. But Sometimes it's funny, you know, you see like a lot of people, a lot of people quit jobs or like in relationships and shit in Mercury retrograde. And then it's like, it's this, it's this um, line of, you don't know, right? When Mercury goes back to direct again, you might've been like, fuck, I'm so glad, I'm so happy I did that. And I'm living this whole different way yep. now. And other times you're like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I fucking do that? I don't really feel that way. I want that relationship back, you know? So I, that's why I say it's the length of time. I think if this is yeah. something that you've been feeling for a really long time, yeah. then you probably know that it's, it's something you need to do. Yeah. I'm um, just saying, watch your words. That too. <laughs> yeah. That, and that too. Right. Because you can end something in a respectful way. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's like a big thing to touch on whenever it comes to any kind of explosion or yes. like purging that happens, you can do it in a respectful way. Yep. Might be hard, but it's not impossible. And like Claire said, a good way to be able to do that is to like figure it out for yourself first. Like write it down, speak it out loud to someone else, like kind of make sure that 
it is respectful. You've processed it yourself before. This, uh, this counselor keeps saying, like, respectful means, is it going to bite you or someone else in the ass? You know, that's how you kind of ask yourself if it's being respectful or not, or not, you know, like, and even when you say bite yourself in the ass, it's like, if you, if you say something to someone in a really mean way, that's going to like fuck them up emotionally, that does bite you in the ass if you're a decent person, because you're going to feel guilty for that. I need you to tell me that one more time, because I didn't process that. Okay. So respectful. He says, like, okay, so, like, the rule, it's a rule, right? Be respectful to yourself and to others. And you might say, well, what does that mean? Well, basically, you can ask yourself if it's respectful by asking yourself, is this going to bite me or someone else in the ass? Oh. Okay. I like that. Okay. Me too. <laughs> He's been cool for little nuggets like that. Um. Okay. So. Moving on to Thursday. So this day, uh, the moon is going to square Mercury in retrograde. And the moon's going to be in Aquarius at this point. So this is the big, this is me saying, look at the bigger picture. Zoom the fuck out. Uh, when Mercury retrograde kind of shit is happening, you're getting this little window of time to not fall off the wagon again. Not like, cause remember the moon moves fast. So it's only going to be making this square for like a few hours max, right? Mm -hmm. how, how long you're going to be feeling it. So if you're feeling that frustration, that tension, like coming up, zoom way the fuck out and be like, you know, emotionally, Let's make logic sense out of this. That's what I have an Aquarius moon. That's what I always do with emotions. It might not always be the best way to handle it, but if the moon is in fucking Aquarius, then I can actually give you that advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Also, Venus is still going to be making those positive aspects to the nodes, and Mercury is still going to be sextiling Saturn. So, and that that's more impactful than this moon. So even though the moon's making a square, it's still making a positive aspect to Saturn, right? So again, and Aquarius, Saturn, friends, right? So it's yeah. like, and especially with, with Saturn and Pisces is more friends that, with Aquarius than Capricorn because it's it has that more revolutionary feel to it of like, we, we might need to break some rules. We might need to go against the green or go against tradition or shit like that. But while that's happening, think of your thoughts. Think inwardly of what you're thinking, of how you're feeling. And maybe even that's what I'm saying is like zoom out from how you're feeling to figure out what you're thinking. So I'm getting a vision right now or whatever of, okay, we need to be probably on this Thursday I would guess I want to use the word inventory. So maybe taking inventory of your thoughts to be like, what are things that I think about all the time? Am I thinking like, oh my God, Claire, you're a fucking idiot. Am I like talking bad to myself? Or am I even thinking like, okay, Claire, you got to get up. You got to go make sure the chickens have water. You got, is this just all this pressure? Um, what are thoughts like, so it's, it's taking literal inventory. And if all of these thoughts that you are having that are making you feel bad, we need to be kind of like, how are we going to redirect or change this? 
And that could come in with like, you know, affirmations to be like, I don't need to do anything right now. I don't need this pressure. I am free. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am loved. I am blessed. I am not stressed. Whatever. <laughs> I think I really like the way that you said that with that inventory too, because when, when the moon's in Aquarius, it's kind of like you can, you can feel some type of way and you'll be able to acknowledge, like, I feel this way when, whatever the way is that you feel, then you can kind of lean on that Mercury retrograde to be like, well, I know how I'm feeling. What are the thoughts I've been thinking yes. the last fucking hour that led to that feeling? Yes. And then right. Maybe you write all those all those thoughts down and you take that Aquarius energy to zoom out on all those thoughts and be like, Oh, you know, you might find some kind of like ticket there of like, Holy shit. I've been beating myself up for this. That's so silly. Or Holy yeah. shit. I've been thinking this. That's not even true. And like really be able to, to maybe even, cause you know, like our thought patterns are like these neurological synapses, connections in our brain. Right. So like sometimes all it takes is for us to become aware and that breaks that connection to where yeah. then it stops wanting us forever. You know, yeah. then we can actually move past that thought pattern and replace it with a new one. And I like how you brought up affirmations for that, because that's a great way to retrain your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. All right. Go Thursday. Okay. So uh, Friday. So the moon is still in Aquarius, and then it's going to make a square to Uranus and then the sun. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's interesting that Aquarius making squares to Uranus, right? Like, I, I, I think that that's an interesting little combination that's been coming up while Uranus is in Taurus. I think it basically just means this, like, to change or to not change. That comfort thing that we talked about again, you know, like, uh, if changes need to be happened, uh, are you going to, are you going to fall back into your old ways and your own patterns and your own comfort things? Or are you going to stick to the path of like, no, we're changing shit. We are, this is revolutionary energy going on. Right. So, uh, and I also almost see that too, is like, let's say that you like, okay, even for, for me, for instance, if I decided to quit the working world to go start my own business, that comes with the fact that, like, all the shit that I felt comfortable with having materially, I I had to take inventory of that, right? Like, is it more valuable to me to have more time with my kids, to do work that I love doing, to be at home more often? Or is it more valuable to me to have this particular paycheck that allows me to have a fancier car or a like, you know, so it's like that kind of shit. It's like, what is really of value to you? And like, you, yeah, you might have to take some cuts on the comfort area, right? To yeah. get, but, it, but again, and it's for that long-term comfort. Yeah. But with the squares and ha like, okay. So on Friday, cause this, I want to make sure I understand this, I guess. Um, the squares only last for like hours or something like that. So it's okay. So what I feel that kind of a thing is because that's a lot of my energy. I feel like I have squares happening probably in my chart or something, or I'm very used to this Aquarius Taurus square. Um, and what it is for me. And I've been kind of saying that over these, this retrograde time or whatever is the Bob and weave kind of thing where it's like, okay, Oh my God, this broke. Okay. We have to go this way now. Let's do this. All right. All right. Let's see. Accept and adapt. Let's go. Let's go. You know, 
because Uranus is unpredictable. You have no fucking idea what's going to happen. And when Uranus is like paired up with Mercury retrograde, Horus is physical shit. It's like literal physical shit. So I don't even want to say anything because I don't, because Taurus is also manifesting. So yeah, just be prepared, accept, adapt, bob and weave, let go, let flow, whatever fucking word you need to say. And back to that, don't cry over spilt milk thing yes. too. Yeah. Like, don't let that, don't let these little things that, and that's basically it for like the whole fucking week. Like this whole week is very powerful, awesome, good energy. The mm -hmm. only thing that can fuck you up this week is like the those and emotions. Yeah. These little mm -hmm. like emotional roller coasters yeah. that you're, but that's, that's life. That's all the time. We're yes. always going through that. But we get a like intense hyperdrive of it right now because of all of the placements with the eclipse and blah, blah, blah. But this is the last week of it. Thank fucking God. And it's a good time to be letting shit go. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Spring cleaning. Okay, that's it. Wait, did you have Saturday? No, no, no. Yep. So let me look here. So uh, we already said that because Venus, Venus trying Saturn so what, starting Friday, we get this really cool, like, triangle thing going on, right? Where we get, like, Venus um, trining, trining Saturn in Pisces, and then those two things making a sextile to Mercury retrograde. So, like, it's a really good energy for, like, Taurus rules Venus of value, of importance, of the, like, relationships that mean a lot. And then we're having this spiritual carry us energy when it comes to our purpose and our plans and, like, that kind of stuff. So it is really just, like, utilizing all of that. That's not moon energy, right? That's shit that's actually lasting for, like, a few days. So utilize that energy to just, like, do the things Cool. Do the things and have faith. Do the things and have faith. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Saturday, the moon is going to enter Pisces. You know, it's like it's spiritually held, though, you know? Okay. Oh, God, that does feel good. Taurus and Pisces and, ooh, okay. So this Saturday, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of family stuff happening. There's graduations, there's Mother's Day, all that feel. So what does this feel like? Well, and this is still, so this is still Friday. Um, oh. And like, so then, sorry, the moon, then the moon is also going to try in the nodes and then it's going to conjunct Saturn and, uh, and it's still trying to Venus. Like, yes. So all of that is good stuff. The only thing here is the Jupiter entering that 29 degrees Aries. It's going to start making that square to Pluto and Aquarius. But hold on, because we'll get to that. Mars is also going to start to try Neptune, right? So now we're getting our, our uh, passion okay. and drive and inertia in alignment with that spiritual okay. calling. Um, and then... And then, yeah, this Pluto, this Pluto's square. Um, so, which goes to, let's just kind of combine this in with Sunday, because that's still the same kind of shit going on Sunday. And then Monday, Mercury's going to station direct two degrees away from the North Node. 
And Tuesday, Jupiter is going to officially enter into Taurus. So this oh. weekend is kind of that. I think I want to say that this weekend is literally that last little moment to change, to change yeah. inwardly with where you're wanting to see your life go in a material way, even, right? Like, Whatever it is about you, whatever, and it's wounding, right? Because of Chiron and Aries. It's like, whatever people, it's like, who the fuck are you aside from all of this social expectation? Um, it's like that not fitting in with the being that outsider to the group, right? And then feeling like, oh, yeah, like, that's why I should conform. Or no, that's what makes me fucking special. That's why I need to go over here, you know? Okay. Yeah. So back to the authenticity, the Aquarius energy. Okay. And we're really getting faced with it with all these squares with the Taurus. Because it's like, hey, materialistically, how are we vibing? And how are we? Yeah. And just Venus that, yeah. too. Like how do we Yeah. Because I think that that's literally exactly what this feels like to me. It's like, it's like that last square there is like, um, you know, like, okay, for it, but just taking it back to the work field again. Like if I was going to quit my workplace and start this business, what if I let myself get hung up by saying like, you know, oh, well, how will people view me? I'm a mom. I should be more responsible. Or, you know, people are going to think that what I do is weird. They're not going to understand. Or like, I should wear this certain type of clothes to this event because that's what everyone else will be wearing. And I don't want to stand out and I don't want to look different. Like, it's those kinds of things. Like, that. that's the only thing right now that's gonna fucking and honestly I, I feel like that can kind of be said throughout the whole week too like get in alignment with that person who just does what who just lives the way that they are without conforming it's really it is a lot about conforming without giving any fucks yes yes because then if you do that like I said, Jupiter is going to enter into Taurus and there's going to be that square right off the bat but then after that you can really start to build like maybe like for for me for instance like maybe me taking this jump and having this business as my full-time thing maybe it'll finally end up paying off and maybe it's going to lead to a lot of material security and comfort that i didn't think it would at the beginning but i did it because i knew it was the right thing to do i knew it was in alignment with who i am i knew it was authentic you know you get you get me yeah oh yeah Woo. And you're right so, too it's like affecting all this stuff has been affecting fixed people a lot more than other people oh, yeah. because we get we get fixated so yeah. it takes like these big things to kind of like rock us to a so point fun. of like, it's like yeah. are you in this stagnant track you know or are you working towards something you really want to be working towards yeah remember how i said on the last podcast that uh like this eclipse was like taking a bull and jumping into a, or maybe it was Mercury retrograde. I don't even remember, but it was like jumping into a lake and just letting the, the bull just like bask in the lake and take a break or whatever. Um, I don't think that happened that much. I mean, there was moments of it, but I don't think that the bull really knew how to swim. <laughs> you know that when you said that too, though, uh, in my whole like blog article I wrote about the the eclipses in this axis, I talked about Taurus 
they in esoteric astrology they talk about Taurus um like how it's like the bullseye is like the third eye or like the bull can also represent like the third eye and only because like Taurus will see this thing that's beautiful right and they'll see it in their head and then their job is to like figure out how to form that into material reality so you can show other people hey look at the beauty of this i and, but the beauty isn't in the painting or in the material thing it's actually in your mind's eye first right the beauty was already there before you even brought it into existence so i think that that's been kind of like why it feels uncomfortable because i think a lot of people are seeing that thing there you know, and they're, they're kind of getting hung up by not having that faith and that trust of like, how am I going to bring this into material reality? Like, how am I going to oh. make this happen? And that's where we can really rely on all of this Piscean energy to be like, you know, yeah, we might like, maybe you see this beautiful picture in your head and you want to paint it, but you don't have the paintbrushes and you don't have the canvas or you don't have the time or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, how can you hold on to that picture until you do, until you find the paintbrushes in the canvas? I feel like that's my whole life. Like, I think that that's very normal for me. That's something that I do. Like, that's me. So this energy is very familiar to me, which is probably why I enjoy eclipses. These eclipses, these Taurus eclipses. Anyways, and this, I don't know, whatever. Anyways. So yeah, I guess that that make, I'm glad that you just said that because I can now start to help people understand that because it's hard. It's hard to be like, I have this vision, like right now there's a thing that's upstairs. I want my bed. Like I need a like headboard. I have to have it designed. I can see it. It's fucking cool no idea how to get to that point i literally like thank fucking god i have a contractor that i can like just shit out this is what i wanted to look like and then somehow he just designs it like this these stairs right here he i was like i want a ladder that's not a ladder that's steps and i want it to be able to be used on both sides see how it ha yeah on both sides and um hanging up on both sides he just fucking did it i really like that you just said that too because that really pulls in that venus aspect and that relationship aspect yeah. right same thing with my painting back there i had that vision in oh, my yeah. head for years and it wasn't until i stumbled upon the right artist that i was able to say yeah. the same things and he was able to do it he, able, he was able to pull that thing out yes. and put it there right so like if you are surrounded by people, like people are there to help you bring these things into reality, yes. you know, but they have to be, they have to be valuable relationships. If you're, if yep. you're, if all your friends are, if you're like telling your friends this thing that you have a vision of and they're just like, that's fucking silly. That's stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's like a good way of gauging the energy of like being in alignment, right? Because you are not in alignment if you are expending energy on people that don't give a fuck about your vision or what yep. you see valuable or beautiful in your life amen okay let's get into the tarot the first card is that okay yeah we got the fucking devil the devil okay so this is the patch tarot 
Upon the appearance of the devil, you are invited to observe the personally enticing temptations in your life. However, instead of seeing these temptations as a bad thing, ask yourself the question, which temptations will support my growth and which will stunt my growth? What do you genuinely desire, both in spirit and ego? You must be mindful that in all things in life are tempting in some capacity. The devil simply brings awareness to what spiritual and physical pursuits you are following at this time. So the devil holds out his hands, presenting a large pile of glittering gold coins, which spill into the abyss. Behind him are two individuals seeming to be trapped, yet their entrapments are large enough to slip out of, to slip out of, should they desire to. Above the devil, the flower duality appears beneath him. Countless souls plummet through the torments of their desire. The devil speaks to our temptations and the raw potential of creating any experience that we want without reservation or judgment. So I'm just going to show it one more time. Just to that point was... out to that Capricorn um, is the Most sign. The for... Yeah. And that's going to be the moon that we're in Tuesday and Wednesday. And remember when I said that about that, like, is your pursuits like in a spiritual sense or like, do you just want clout? You know, like that kind of thing. Like, yeah. 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 Ooh. Okay. Um, the next one I'm using is the Sacred Cycles deck by Jill Pyle M. Dewey, whatever. This is the Willow Tree. Thirty-three. Uh oh. Okay. I make space for my emotional experience with with its dropping branches reaching out downward towards the earth in a fountain of leaves. Willow tree evokes watery emotion. The flowing, twisting vines form a sanctuary for weary souls. This sacred shelter invites passerbys to duck in for a moment of respite beneath its canopy. Willow tree is here for you to offer a space where you can process emotions that feel too big, bulky, and overwhelming or unwanted. You are being asked to allow these emotions to surface once your true feelings are unearthed, they may be released. Streaming out and downward, just like the tree branches, they may be received by the earth. When they are released in a space that feels safe, you will feel renewed. You will feel a renewed sense of peace and well-being. Willow tree, tree reminds you that emotions hold holy wisdom. This wisdom is accessed by working through what arises from within. Now is your time to allow for full and complete awareness of your internal experience and your feelings and gather the insights that emanate from the clear waters. Perfect. Wow. So there's a journal prompt with this. It says, where do I feel most safe to express all of my emotions fully? Hmm. I'm going to write that down. Okay. God, that was fucking beautiful. Okay. And this one looks amazing as well. So let's just keep going. Embodiment. It's like an old lady. She's a little naked. 
Um, this is the Beltane one because I forgot about it and I wanted to use it. So we're using it for this one and then I'm retiring it. Okay. Flame. Now unsown from the flesh, a most alluring lullaby stills my pain as the skies bleed from my heart and the embodiment I am to claim. Wow. Being authentic means you get to shape yourself in the image of your choosing. And it's about having ambitions and goals. If you want to lose weight, that is your right. If you relish in being large and in charge, that is also perfectly fine. It doesn't matter whether you love designer clothes and nights on the town or country life is more your speed. All that matters is how you are and what you do that makes you happy and is something that you have chosen for yourself. Embodiment invites you to explore the most ideal version of yourself. Be honest about what makes you happy. Think about what you might look like, about how you carry yourself and speak. Think about the things that you do and the people that you spend your time with. The most ideal place for you to live and the kind of job that inspires and motivates you. Embody that image. Become that person. Choose this for yourself. Ultimately, pulling this card is a sign. There are some things that you would like to change about your life. And this is the confirmation that you should absolutely go for it. Don't be afraid to envision yourself in a different place from where you are now and don't apologize for wanting more. Your dreams are yours to claim. What the fuck? The, I love, I, I love, I love adding the tarot at the end and it yes. always summarizes everything. It really does. In a beautiful way, like in a really beautiful way. I think that- uh, That was beautiful. We have this difference, too, of, like, water, earth energy coming in when we've been in a lot of air, fire energy. So we've been in a lot of think, do, think, do. And I think yeah. now it's going to be, like, feel ground, feel ground, you know? Like, we're going to yeah. feel these things. We're going to ground them into reality. Yeah. But I love that it's the Pisces energy, too, because it's facing that delusion where, like, are you going to keep facing that delusion in this way? Like, I love that we got the devil card. Like that made me extremely happy because it's like a lot of people are being faced with addiction or relationships or that job or whatever, that thing that you are fucking obsessed with and it's ruling your life. And it's time to fucking, it's time to, it's, it's time to cut it out. It's time to, what are, what are your real feelings? Let's go feel those for a second and now step into your real fucking authentic self. No more time to fuck around. Like I this like, is. I like, ooh. I like too on the traditional devil card. Um, the people like you have the devil in the middle, and then the two people like enslaved with the shackle around their neck. And the shackle around their neck is big. It's like that's kind of the point. Like they can easily take the shackle off yeah. their head. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like they could easily take, they could easily yeah, take it their, can come off. Yep. But like, it's like, are they, are you holding yourself entrapped to this? Like it's you that's doing it. It's not some, yeah. it's kind of this is all you. your fault. And it's either going to be for the good or for the bad. Yep. Yep. Choose the good. <laughs> and I also think too that some people will get hung up on the delusion thing. Like I know that I did where like, I used to say like, you know, Oh, me being, um, 
me doing this woo-woo shit full-time is delusional. Like it's delusional that I think I can run a successful business in that way or whatever. But then I realized like, you know, no, what was delusional was me thinking that I could work a job that I fucking hated. That was draining the soul out of me every day. That was the real delusion. You might think that these things that you want feel delusional, but is it only delusional because you don't know how it'll happen or you don't know how it will all work out? Or, you know, is it delusional because it's it's you trying to do something that you know isn't right for you? Because that's kind of the difference. You have this inner yeah. knowing, you really search for it. Yep. It's time to cut. And then if you need help with that, that's all like limiting beliefs. So it's you figuring out that stuff. And that's something that both of us can help you find and figure out. So segue into the end of that. Well, this, that, yeah, book a session with us where we're trying to figure out how to work together a lot more and whatever if any if you guys have any questions or want to book any sessions all of that information be listed wherever you're watching this with our link tree to kind of point out too they like you know like we said this last week is oh shit you froze oh you froze oh can you hear me yeah i can hear you Okay, but this this last week, right, that Jupiter at the last degrees in Aries, like we said, it's like go time to really be figuring yourself out. So if you, that's something that we can help you out with, too. If you're sitting here just like, you know, I don't know who the fuck I am. I don't know what I want, like that kind of feeling. This would be a great time for you to book a session and get yeah. in touch with that. Um, and back to like what you said, like if you've been thinking about this thing for a really long time, now is the time to be acting on it, whatever. If that's you getting help for yourself so I guess let's just say this like I with coaching for I'm going to say what I can do I guess and then you can say what you could do so like I can work through like if you have anything going on in your life let's say you need a change you feel stuck you are grieving you just changed jobs you lost a relationship any fucking change in your life that is what a coach is for is to kind of help you through that uh, with me, with my coaching, I have like the ability to be able to like give you Reiki. We can talk to dead people. We can do tarot. We can do blah, blah, And we're adding in with Erica to do human design and she's doing Reiki with us. And like, it's um, like, that is something there's so much into it. And I know this sounds confusing, but like, if you are wanting to actually make that change and step into something new or need help with it. Here's your sign. <laughs> just to add to that too, I think what makes us, like why I'm just selling us in particular right now is that we are both so fucking non-judgmental and empathetic. Yeah. Like we realize energetically that this shit holding you back is like blockages in your energy. It's programming that other people have put onto you. It's the traumas that- And you we've make. been there. We've yeah. done that work. Exactly. And so we fully empathize and understand that. And that's why we're here to help you, like to, to tell you, you know, like this isn't your fucking fault. This is yeah. what, this is the things that have happened and why it's here. But we also will do it in a way of like, let's look forward and let's get through this and let's work on this, you know, and give you the inspiration even yeah. that you might need. Because I know that that me in particular, I think that I always meet people with their with their higher selves. I'm always seeing the best possible version of anyone that I meet. And so if you feel like you haven't met that person, like, you know, we can show you who that person is. Yeah. <clears throat> do you have anything to add about what you do or what you would like to, I don't know, say about what, what you do? 
so I, um, I do, I mean, I do so many things, but like, I, I kind of have like two sides of what I do. I can either do pre-recorded readings of going over your astrology, your human design. I can do tarot readings. Um, I can do just channeled psychic kind of meetings of whatever, or readings of whatever comes through. And then I can also do um, in-person sessions and Zoom sessions where we can do more of the coaching side more of the Reiki, like energy clearing side, but either way, it's more like, uh, like, I guess what I really specialize in is like, probably the authenticity piece of like showing you like, because you know, your, your charts really do show you of like yeah. who, you, who you are at a soul level. So it's kind of about getting in touch with that version of you and figuring out how to fully step into that and then getting rid of all of these things in the way of that. Yeah. Woo! All right, everybody. Thank you oh, for listening. Oh, what? Also, um, you know, if you if you find our message valuable, please share it with whoever yes. you think enjoy to hear us. Please comment, interact with us, send us an email. Um, tell us about how things are going for you, like whatever else, and then make sure you also like this video and subscribe if you're listening on um Spotify. You can also subscribe on Spotify, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, then you'll always know when a new episode comes out. And I think that this is going to be so valuable to our audience because if you take the time to listen to these on Monday, like you're literally getting a fucking workbook of like how to work through the week yep. ahead, you know? Yep. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. All okay. right. Okay. Love you guys. Check you out next week. Bye. Bye.